Hey guys, this is Kimberly Hill uh, for another edition of the Live at 545 podcast. I just came off Facebook. You can find me there under Kimberly Hill. It's every Monday evening, 545 p.m. Central Standard Time. Today we talked, we're talking about potholes, cycles, and circles. What do potholes, cycles, and circles have in common? Stay tuned and you will hear more. So recently I was introduced to the song Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds, a powerful song saying how we keep going in cycles. Um, He says the devil learns from our mistakes. But the thing is, do we? Do we? And it all started for me. When I think about what a cycle is and I went and looked it up, cycle, a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order. But then the second definition is the one where I want us to eventually get to and soon. A cycle can also be a complete set or series, meaning that thing is done. And then we have circles. A circle, when you make a circle, you move in a wide loop back toward one starting point. And y'all, circles, especially unproductive circles, we do not want to keep restarting those things, okay? So Jeremiah 29, we're going to go there. Well, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 18. Let's start there. Verses one through six. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for your word, Lord. And this is Jeremiah did what the Lord told him to do. And as he was watching, the Lord spoke to him. The Lord spoke to him. He saw that the potter made his creation, but then it messed up. So he made another vessel. And this is the same thing the Lord was telling Jeremiah. He said, behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. And as I mentioned earlier, put yourself in that. Let's go to the footnote. The meaning behind the scene at the potter's house is obvious to Jeremiah. God is the potter and the house of Israel is the clay. Here we go. This is where I say, put yourself in there. Kim is the clay, but Kim has become spoiled through idolatry and sin. The people of Judah have forsaken God to pursue worthless and empty idols. As a result, the pot is not turning out the way God had intended. It has spiritual flaws and character defects. And we're going to defects. And we're going to say we as people can have spiritual flaws and character defects. So he will crush the clay and begin again, remolding and reshaping his people. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. I thank God that he's uh, gracious enough and very observant. He cares about me just as his eyes on the sparrow. He watches over me. And when he sees something, and I've mentioned this before, when I pray and say, Lord, take such and such out of me. And then he'll say, well, Kim, let's look over such and such right quick. (laughs) <laughs> he'll say let's deal with this and that and I'm like what I didn't know that was an issue he was like yes baby girl it is 
And he begins to deal with that. Now, I remember one time I was mad. I was like, Lord, I don't do that. I'm not like that. He said, yes, you are. And if God reveals something to you, y'all, we have to roll with it. Okay. But he said, I want to reach mold and reshape you. And it's not anything he's doing because he's mad at you, but he wants what's best for you. And speaking of what's best, the thing is, we want God to want what's best for us. But sometimes we it's on our own terms because go to Jeremiah 29 and 11. And we know this scripture big time. Jeremiah 29 11 and 11 says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And that's when we have to say, OK, Lord, you know everything. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him. and He shall direct our paths. We expect God to give us the expected end. But. He said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. So included in his thoughts are which way he wants us to go, the characteristics that he wants us to have, the defects and flaws that he wants to bring out of us. He knows these things. He knows what's best for us. So we have to trust that God is doing the best thing for us. And y'all, this Domino's Pizza commercial, I know y'all probably seen it. There's a commercial where they started paving potholes. Uh, the crew of the Domino's Pothole Crew, I guess that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> so this evening, they come out and they identify a pothole and they jump right on in. They start working and they start getting ready to fill that thing in. And what struck me was how traffic had to comply once they threw the cones out. Okay, Get, just stay with me. I'm going somewhere. So when they threw the orange cones out or whatever color cones they had, it lets traffic know or people that were coming down that road or around that area Something's going on here. I need to stop because there's some kind of construction. We have to comply with the cone. So then it got me to wondering what happens when the Lord, quote unquote, throws out stones on our life's pathway or journey? Do we readily accept what's happening? Do we adhere to the rules of the cone? Do we move them out of the way? Do we go around them? In other words, do we try to make our own, you know, our own way. Do we try to do things ourselves? And this one, you have to have some discernment, okay? Because I talk about hurdles a lot. With a hurdle, if a hurdle's in your way, you come to an absolute hurdle, they're meant to be jumped over. Or so we always think. Now, if you're on the track team, you better jump that mug and keep on going. But, but a hurdle, when your pathway in life, when you come to a hurdle, you can go through the hurdle because the hurdle has a big opening you can go around it or you can even push it out the way a hurdle occurs when you are running your race and are working your assignment and or and, and an obstruction or a roadblock pops up a hurdle when you are running your race you're actively running your race you're actively working your assignment and something pops up this just i mean it's like a wall it could be like a wall, something to stop you completely. But a pothole, when the cones come out, the pothole is being, it's a recognized threat or a defect. It's temporary construction, the cone is, and the crew is there to help repair that recognized threat or defect. And the crew in this case is the God the Father, 
Jesus, the Savior, the Lord, the King, and the Holy Spirit, the Godhead three in one, the Trinity, the crew is there to repair a recognized threat or defect. So that's your discernment, recognize the difference. Understanding, you have to get understanding. A recognized threat has been detected and needs to be dealt with. So don't get mad and be like, well, Lord, you know, you got a cone. I got these cones. I'm ready to keep moving. Hold on, sister girl. Hold on, brother. Something has to be dealt with. Like the movies where we see people watching radars. You know, when they watch air, air control, the radars are like, um, we have spacecraft, you know, space activity things going on. A surveillance radar is designed to continuously search for and detect new targets. All right. Some are multi-mode, and I got this stuff off the internet, meaning that they can perform surveillance, which means they will find these targets and they can also track them, keep an eye on them. Hallelujah. Like the Lord. And the Lord is able to do this because he's omnipresent. He's present everywhere at the same time. He is omniscient. He knows everything and he is omnipotent or some people say omnipotent. He's all powerful. He's a multi-mode surveillance. Okay. And then you have to be obedient with your cones. Compliance is crucial. If you ignore the cones, then you run the risk of damaging your vehicle, which is probably not damaged to begin with. You can also hurt the worker if you just go around the cone and or you can bring a fine upon yourself. Now, if you damage your vehicle, then a lack of transportation occurs. Transportation rec um, represents movement. And if you lose transportation, you're losing movement. You know, you can get stuck and here you are in these cycles going in circles. OK, and then there's a potential for lost wages. Because if you have lack of transportation, lack of movement, time is money and money is time. Okay. And then you have to try to gain your footing and gain, you know, the yardage that you've lost and all that kind of stuff. And people say, well, why would you say lack of transportation also is lost wages? Because if you don't have a car to get to work or to keep doing what you need to do, you're losing money. So everyone does not have PTO. And the people that might have PTO paid time off, you know, you get paid when you're off. You might be saving that time for a vacation. If you have kids, they get sick. And if you don't have PTO, that's when you send them to school sick or you beg people to keep them for you because you don't have the time off that you need to go to work and not have to worry. Okay. And then if you hurt the worker, if you're not complying, if you hurt the worker, now your disobedience has affected another individual. See, it's not always about us. God wants to do something in us and take some things out of us, not just for us, but for other people as well. There are some people waiting on us. There are some people waiting on us to complete assignments, to start assignments, to um, join organizations, to start working in certain ministry. There are some gifts that you have that are valuable to other people, okay? But disobedience can affect other people. And if you get fined, this is it. All actions have a cost whether positive or negative all actions have a cost and y'all it reminds me of when you watch the shows when you see the cars with the boots on them and i'm thinking how long did it take them you know to get up to the to the consequence of a boot because i guess it's fines and traffic tickets you know traffic violations they didn't pay those so you know you 
sometimes we don't deal with the small things thinking I don't have the, the money to pay for that. And then here you have this bigger thing. You know, it's just, it's just like if you keep ignoring a bill collector, then they start attacking on fi uh, fines and other stuff. And it becomes quite costly. We eventually have to pay the consequences. So y'all potholes, cycles and circles. So I want us to get to from going to a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order to a complete set or series. And the example I can give as a nurse, there are some vaccinations that might need may need uh, more than one vaccine, might need more than one shot, one, you know, more than one administration of that vaccine to complete the series. OK, and once it's done, it's done. And that is where I want us to get to. And this is even for me. Hallelujah. So yeah, I'm going to pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the potholes of life, for the cones, Lord. But I thank you for completed cycles so that I don't have to continue going in circles. Lord, show me how to discern the things, Father God, of you and show me how, Lord, to not be upset when cones are put out, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Show me that it's a good thing to be put on the potter's wheel, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, increase my discernment, Lord. Give me understanding. And for, Father God, help me to walk in complete, unquestioned obedience in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I give you all the praise and glory. And if someone does not know the Lord that I talk about, hallelujah, then I would invite you to accept him. You can pray this prayer, y'all. Lord, the Lord is worthy. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I am a sinner, God. Lord, I need you to come into my life. Lord, I repent of my sins, Father God. I believe that you sent your son Jesus as my savior. Jesus, I know that you died on the cross for me and that you have redeemed my sins. Lord, come into my heart, come into my life. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and savior. And you are saved. And I would encourage you to get into a Bible-believing church. Hallelujah. And hopefully you'll get into one where you don't have to go through cycles. And the only cycle I want us to embrace is the complete set or series. Y'all be blessed. And again, you can head over to uh, Kimberly Hill live at 545 every Monday. That's 545 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can also find me on Facebook underscore I am Kim Hill.